Hello and welcome to another episode of Overcome Yourself. As you know, my name is Nicole and I'm so excited to be here today with Miss Mary Fran Korb. And Mary Fran is one of my friends over from one of Brenda's groups. So um, if you haven't listened to Brenda's episode, she's on this podcast as well. And Mary Fran has just an absolutely incredible story of resilience and an overcoming um, that I want her to share with us. So Mary Fran, please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about, about you and your story. And then we're going to talk about your book later. Oh, thank you so much, Nicole, for inviting me. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be able to share about mental illness. because I think a lot of people don't know anything about it and they want to keep it away from them, mm-hmm. you know? And um, so I, I have, you know, a lifetime of dealing with mental illness and it wasn't my own, um, but it's been around me. Um, I started out with uh, parents who had both had mental illness. And, um, you know, I, ne- I never thought when I was a kid, well, I'm going to overcome this, you know, this <laughs> whole experience. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to know how to get out of Dodge City, mm-hmm. you know, you know, how and when can I get out of a never ending unhealthy situation? You know, my, my mother had bipolar and schizophrenia, and she was also narcissistic. My father had sad depression and alcoholism. So that was the beginning. And, um, you know, in, in order to move out of the home environment, I had to overcome a lot of negative uh, um, ideas and uh, that were instilled in me, a lot of messages. Um, so things like, who do you think you are? And uh, just put downs constantly. So, um, you know, they wanted me to get married as soon as possible and have a whole bunch of kids, you know, but, <laughs> but I had a different idea. So I managed to get out of uh, home, get go away to college and um, do my own thing. So about those early years, I wrote the book called Breaking Through Concrete, The Gift of Having Mentally Ill Parents. And, um, but that wasn't the only time I had to overcome, you know, some uh, dire situation, Um, you know, I overcame and restructured my life, you know, another time. And the reason for, for, you know, meeting more uh, problems like that is because when you're a kid, you don't distinguish what is um, what is a problem um, because you're so used to it. It's part of it's part of your life. So I managed to marry a man who had depression, and I didn't know it, but he, neither did he. You know, he he was a good guy who happened to have. Um, depression, you know, that he was inherited. So, um, you know, my partner, um, you know, he, he was a good guy and is a good guy. And he was, you know, he was just on his good behavior. I didn't see depression 
until after we got married. And, um, you know, for him, I couldn't do anything right after we got married. And, um, you know, it wasn't that way all the time, but the struggle got, grew over time because with depression, things get worse as you get older if it's not taken care of. You know, not everybody knows that. And um, Ed was this quiet guy. He was just full of wit and charm. You know, I was the, I was the uh, fast moving career girl, just full of dreams and goals. And uh, one of them was to stay single. <laughs> but in the world that we live in, it was at that time, it was really frowned upon to live together. So we did get married. Um, so it, I, be, it became a business that, um, that the struggle that I had with my husband, um, I, I did leave him. And out of that, people started coming to me and asking me, oh, I heard that you and Ed split up and you are still friends. How did you do that? So I made a business out of that. They, they started paying me. People started paying me. <laughs> so it's like, okay, this is good. <laughs> There's, there is good on the other side of a breakup. So, you know, people weren't, they weren't calling to give me sympathy. They were calling to find out, how do you, how do, you do this? Um, so, um, I now coach women empty nesters who experience an uneasy relationship with their spouse. And I assist them in creating a plan for their midlife partnership. So as a result, my clients reconnect with their power and their partner in, in some way, whether they stay together or not. So transforming a challenging marriage now I'm happily coupled to the same husband I wedded five over five decades ago. And my wow. business, yeah, my business emerged from the desire to support other struggling partners. And so I have a book that is yet to be published. It's a soon to be published a book and it's called Thriving in Partnership Beyond Struggle. It's a true life uh, love story. Wow, that is amazing, Mary Fran. I had no idea. That is so cool. <laughs> Everything you said, and it's so funny. Um, I just want to mention when we first got on the call, you were like, mm, I'm not sure if I have anything to offer. <laughs> and that's something that I know we as women do. We're kind of like, oh, I don't have anything. But then you have your book, you've got your coaching program, you've got your Facebook page. So I just want to take a moment to be like, that's amazing. And you do, you do have so many amazing things. Um, and and it's, it's amazing how we use what seems like sometimes the darkest moments, like the worst things that can happen to us, um, and then turn around and use it for good, right? Yeah. Um, that's that's a huge theme of my book as well. Um, my book is soon to be published as well. It's called Overcome Yourself. Um, oh. And it's just it's just amazing. I love this, your story of resilience. So um, you've got a five-minute story um, that I know you worked on with Brenda, and mm -hmm. it kind of leads into your book. So would you, 
would you kind of like to give us a, a little preview of that? Um, this, uh, the story I did with Brenda was really about my parents, about mm -hmm. uh, especially my mother, um, you know, a near-death experience where she nearly killed me. And really, that wasn't just the only time. It was just the most dramatic. And, um, uh, uh, but, you know, the... I feel like I've moved away from that. And there okay. aren't a lot of people who, um, who have that experience, but there are, there are people and we, we need to be looking out for other children who are uh, struggling because of parents who can't, um, who can't control their emotions. And, um, you know, more needs to be done with that on a um, national and global scale. Absolutely, um, that's that's yeah. such an important point. Yeah. Um, yes, yes. So let me ask you a question: in in overcoming in this in the transformation, um, do you feel like gratitude played a role in helping you overcome um, everything that you've been through? To just focus on what you have and go from there. Yes. Absolutely. And, and love, love and gratitude really go together. You know, mm -hmm. we're grateful for what we love, you know, but we can also be grateful for what um, doesn't go well, because mm -hmm. something good can come of that. Um, I'm not saying it always does, but it, but um, we have, if we look for something good, um, we usually find it. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, there was a lot that get good that came out of my breakup with my husband. Um, you know, we, we remained friends for the five years we were apart. And, um, you know, it may sound like that's an easy thing, you know, or, uh, you know, to do if you're friends, but it broke my heart, you know, mm -hmm. to have to leave somebody I did care about, but it was too, uh, it was, too hard to be with somebody who was angry all the time and mm -hmm. often I was the target because I was I was there you know mm -hmm. um but uh you know it's really the hardest thing I ever did and three years after we separated Ed took medicine and two years after that we remarried it didn't occur to me really that we could get together again because I already had my head set on you know this is my life now as a single person so um you know it was really it was challenging and um one of the one of the things that happened that brought us back together after after he took medicine um was that uh I heard this song by Gail Garnett that was, um, we, we sing in the suns, what, the, sh the sunshine, we laugh in the rain, that song. I don't know if you're familiar with it. But, no, but I'll look it up. Oh, <laughs> anyway, um, I don't like all the lyrics, but the, it, it, in it, it said, we'll stay together for a year. And I thought, wow, what would that be like to be, um, to, to see if it could work? with my ex, you know, and, and get together again. 
And so, you know, I asked him, what did he, what did he think? And he said, okay, we, we, so before the year was up, we decided to actually confirm that and do a ceremony. And I write ceremonies, including weddings. You know, that's another business I have. Wow. Yeah. And, and so I wrote the ceremony and our friends, uh, Georgie and Frank Carnamolino, who were our best man and um, matron of honor at our wedding, original wedding, they flew down to South Carolina and we had a ceremony on the beach. And uh-huh. uh, it was so nice. And the other thing is that um, though I wrote the, the um, wedding ceremony, my friend Georgie, who was the matron of honor for the second time, was she wrote some things as well and added to the ceremony it's just incredible you know it's good to look back on the words that were said at that time you know um you know and just revel in that so you know we we grew through all the experiences we had and um it was good so now after my husband retired for the second from his second career. He he now works for Bailey, the dog that adores him. <laughs> and he reads books and plays guitar and fixes things and rehabs the house, even though it doesn't need it. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, I do relationship coaching, writing and officiating ceremonies, and I write with writing groups and attend classes and have fun with Brenda. <laughs> that is amazing, Mary Fran. I love it. Um, and it's just the story of hope, the story of resilience, of, um, you know, taking imperfect action and seeing it through. Like, these are the things I coach my business clients about, mm-hmm. um, but it, they're life themes, right? Like, wouldn't you agree that it's just themes of life, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So I would love um, if you have like maybe one or maybe top three tips yeah. for, for being resilient like you, Mary Fran, like what, what, you know, what is like your best, what, what's the advice that you give to all of your clients? Like what's like that foundational thing? Really? Well, if you're talking about relationships um, is to be open to uh, the other person's um, uh, being, you know, just be open that to their goodness and connect with that, even in the midst of things that don't look the way you'd like them to, you know, to be present to the, the, the um, goodness and the oneness with the other. That's really primary. Um, and there's, um, there's a lot that I learned through my journey. You know, for instance, for me, in separating, um, that staying in an unsatisfactory marriage kills your spirit and your spouses, no matter who's the primary cause. Um, and you cannot take responsibility for a spouse who refuses to address um, their health issues you know, and, and in the case of depression, chronic depression is a serious physical 
uh, problem that manifests emotionally. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's a health issue. Um, you know, and also that you own your life and must take responsibility for your happiness and satisfaction as, a, as an individual. And you can find your talents and support yourself financially if you choose to leave. You know, that, <clears throat> that gets in the way of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. They don't it's trust themselves. So mm-hmm. as a married person, you need to trust yourself. Or if you're single, you need to trust yourself because you're the one you're with um, for forever. So yeah, and that's like I said, that's just such a great that can be applied to so many things. Like even in business, you have to be able to trust yourself. You yeah. have to make trust deposits. I talk about that a lot. Yeah. Um, making trust deposits in yourself. Are you are you doing what you're telling yourself that you're gonna do? Or are you at a point where you'd say you're going to do something and your mind is like, yeah, right. You know, you're not going to follow through. Uh, That's a dangerous position to be in, right? Because I remember being there. um, I've dealt with depression and it's, it's scary and it's uncomfortable and it's really frustrating to, to be stuck in that loop. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, gratitude and just, I love how you said focusing on the good, finding the good. Yes. Um, that That's true for relationships, marriages, relationships with families, relationships with, you know, your clients or with your business partners, your vendors, like all of those things are so true. That's great, great advice, Mary friend. Thank you. <laughs> um, um, you know, it's um, the, the trust, um, you know, comes out of knowing that you can do it. You know, that's what you have to remember. All the good times, or not the good times necessarily, but the times that you overcame other things. I mean, we all overcame stuff. Yes. You know, when we were dropped off in kindergarten, we overcame, you know, the, 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 <laughs> the loss of what was familiar. So that just keep remembering all the strengths that you have. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there was, um, so. It's so much about perspective and, yes. and what yes. you focus on. Yes. yes. And you know, when my, when my husband and I broke up, I never spoke badly of him. I never mm-hmm. said anything against him. It was just that I couldn't live with him anymore. And mm-hmm. I wished him the best. And that, that helped us, um, you know, we were, we, we still talked, you know, and it was really my talking with him that led him to finally taking medicine that he was afraid to take before. He didn't know who he'd be if he took medication. And um, so that fear got in the way of us being together. So um, that's so important. And like you said, um, you can't take responsibility for anyone else's mental health. Right. Um, you know, there's, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Right. And so it is something that you have to confront yourself. Um, you know, I've, you know, like I said, I've dealt with depression. I remember, um, sitting down one day and I was just crying. And this is something I talk about in my book and I was bawling just, it was just, you know, like wailing and I was having panic attacks every day. And one day this thought popped in my head. It's like, do you like this? 
Mm. And I, you know, do you like this? Because yeah, it keeps yeah. happening. Why does it keep happening? And once I was able to calm down, I had to, I really had to have like a really stern talk with myself and, and be like, if this is not what you want, then what do you want? And I had to make, but you know, I pushed a lot of people away before that people that were trying to help me, but I just couldn't, I couldn't hear it because I wasn't ready. Mm. Um, and so it's really brave that you set up that boundary and you're like, I love you, but I can't live with you. <laughs> like, you're going to have to figure this out. Um, and in a way it's tough love, but it's love because when you love someone, you can't let them destroy themselves, right. you know? Um, and so I just want to, I just want to acknowledge that that was something very brave that you did. And I think it's really cool that you help others to, um, to get better because sometimes that's the only way, you know, like we, I've lived with someone um, with mental illness and we can't enable that to continue happening. When we love someone, we can't enable them yeah. to really self-destruct. And like you said, the, the, you know, the older you get, if you're just like in that, in that suck storm, it's only going to get worse. You're only going to get deeper. If, if you're not, you know, if you're lost and you keep walking, you're, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. only going to get yeah. worse yeah. if you just keep going, you know, and you don't get help. You don't, you know, you don't have some guides, you don't look at a compass, nothing like you're just lost. Um, so yeah. that's not good. So but scientifically, too, mm -hmm. there is proof that the brain um, shrinks, the part of the brain like, yes. the campus, shrinks mm -hmm. as you get older, and the symptoms get worse. Mm -hmm. And, and it just is, um, you know, if there's no intervention, there's no, there's no living with that, you know, right. Right, because we're not just talking about someone throwing a fit. We're talking about chemical imbalances in yes. the brain yes. that need to be addressed. Um, for me, one of the biggest things that was happening for me was actually I had a vitamin deficiency. Oh, wow. And so that that tiny bit of a chemical imbalance was causing you know, depression and anxiety symptoms to be exacerbated. Yeah. And so, no, I didn't like feeling that way, but there was something chemical going on inside me that prevented me. So when I finally went to the doctor and they, they were like, let's do, you know, 20 years later, they're like, let's do some blood work. <laughs> right. And then they figured out, Hey, you need some vitamins. And it was amazing. The transformation that happened once I just started taking some vitamins. What um, vitamins was it? That we, you were um, vitamin D. Oh, wow. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, so I was low on vitamin D um, and some vitamin B. So they did like a they did like a shock treatment to my system with vitamin D. Yes. And then I, I just take it like regular now. And it just it made a world of difference. Right. Because it's not, you know, some, it's not in your head. I mean, it is in your head, but like it's like it's not like in your head, like it, you're making it up. It's like yeah. There's something going on. And so when we address that, you know, um, it changes our lives. So, yeah. wow, this is just such an incredible story, Mary Fran, um, and how you not only, you know, um, like you didn't cut him out, you just set a boundary. And I think that that's so important um, and such a good lesson to learn. Yes, yes. So um, how can we stay in touch with you, Mary Fran? Uh, you mentioned a Facebook page. We can buy your book. Um, the Facebook page is called Awareness of Mental Illness and Relationship. Okay, that'll be in the comments in the and, show notes. And also um, the book uh, is called Breaking Through Concrete, The Gift of 
having mentally ill parents the gift. So I and love then it. the book that will come out um, is thriving in partnership beyond struggle. So, so, you know, Ed and I, Ed now feels like before I couldn't do anything right. Now I can do nothing wrong. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> so we live an authentically joyful life. And um, thank you for giving me the opportunity to share. Thank you so much. I want no, thank to you. Have, yes, I want everyone to have a great relationship. Yes, that's so important. But, you know, we usually focus on business. But if, you know, one of the things I talk about in my book is success is balancing all those areas well, because you could have a great business, but then you're you don't have a family or you have a terrible family, like you're scared to go home. That's not success, right? Like we we want to have joy all around. We want to have fun. And so that's that's a, a really important part to me of business is making sure that we're good all around, right? Because um, if, you know, we're just stuck in a corner by ourselves or in miserable company, what's the point, right? <laughs> truly, truly, I'm glad you're so happy and healthy. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, such a difference to the world, really. Just seeing your smile is so beautiful. Oh, thank you, Mary Fran. That's so sweet. Um, and you know, it's 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 a testament to the steps that I've taken to how far I've come because I remember being under those sheets, crying, wailing, like feeling miserable. And then I remember starting my business and I was like, I'm never gonna be doing video. Like I don't, I don't do video, <laughs> you know, and now I have a podcast. And so, you know, you and I, I think are great testaments to to what can happen from different from different angles, I guess, from different sides of of taking control of mental health, of your mental health, and really just using what you think are your weaknesses to your advantage. That's a huge theme of my book. So I love yay, it. Yay. <laughs> so That's thank you so much for joining us, Mary Fran. This has been absolutely amazing. Um, and I will have all your links in the show notes in the comments down below so that the audience can get in touch with you. And um, any any last words before we sign off here? Uh, just, just, I am very, very grateful. I'm grateful for what you do and what you bring to the world. Thank oh, you. Thank you, Mary Fran. I'm so grateful for you too. And I'm so glad we're connected. Um, I know this is going to be an amazing relationship um, at, you know, as we, as we work together moving forward and everything. So I'm so excited to have you here, Mary Fran. This is going to be awesome. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye, Nicole.